0: To episode 36 of Beer's Business and Balls, this show, as always, is presented by Anchor. Go download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to start your podcast today. And by Dugout Creative, same old deal: 15% off if you use the code BBBPod at checkout. That's anything in the store. And we are very happy to announce that we're also on Hopped Up Network too. Uh, so all of you beer drinkers that are finding us via the Hopped Up Network. Thank you very much. We are very excited. You could go to hoppedupnetwork.com slash podcast to listen to Beers, Business, and Balls today. Jake Zimmer and Will Tondo, we're not going to spend a lot of time with you in the front end of this episode today because we have a very special guest for those of you that didn't get it. We were dropping cryptic hints on our Instagram and Twitter all day, and not a lot of people got it right. It's the Friday beers, folks. Jack and Max Barrett on the show today. That was probably one of the coolest interviews we've had in a while. I I think you've said it perfectly. It's a Monday. We recorded at like 6.30 p.m. and I was ready to run through a wall.
1: Yeah, I mean, I shot out that Hail Mary email as we do with most guests and got a response back from Friday Beers and was in contact with them for a couple weeks, Uh, set up the time for right before the holidays with Jack and Max and Sam, of course, and I thought it was an electric interview. It was so fun to see the back-end operations of the creators. Of, I mean, of some of the most, most funny, um, genuine, just unique content going on right out in the market. Everyone thinks of Barstool, Barstool, Barstool. But on the other end of the spectrum, it's like the OG, like these video meme accounts of just the everyday person is Friday beers. So to hear their interest, how they started this, you know the ideas behind the image, the brand, the merch. It's it's a really cool interview, so we hope you enjoy as much as we uh, had interviewing them.
0: Yeah, and go, after you're done with uh, this interview, you're going to go to roar.ny. If you are in the giving mood for this Christmas and holiday season and haven't given anything just yet, roar.ny is going to be your place to do that. The Friday Beers folks are doing a ton of great stuff for hospitality workers and the industry in general in New York. So please, if you're feeling generous and you want to do something nice for somebody this Christmas, go and help out the hospitality industry. It's going right to affected workers and managers and restaurant employees in the New York area. So without further ado, we are going to get right into it. Here are Jack and Max and Sam Barrett, who is in the background, from Friday Beers. Enjoy.
1: All right, everybody with us this week, we have the brothers who took social media by storm, Uh, the creators of the people's account, the fellows with the cap free content, the master hind behind Dooley and the squad, the founders of Friday beers, Jack, Max, and Sam's in the background. He's not he'll he'll just be chilling but the Barrett (laughs) brothers uh, over in Connecticut right now. How you guys doing?
2: We're doing great. Uh, the intro is fire, dude. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Gaffrey, I'm repping, downtown. I don't know if you can see, but I got- I saw that, roster dude. It's yeah. fucking awesome.
1: I saw, uh, saw that one with, the, I have a few shirts, but I, I saw the A-Rod and Jeter one uh, looking at me in the closet. I go, it's, it's time to break that one out again. One of the, but, one of the
2: best uh, photos of them like kind of like creeping whoever's on the uh, first baseline or whatever. It's so good.
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, we are super excited to have you. Uh you. I mean, if you guys don't know who our listeners, what Friday beers is, I mean, you're missing out. These guys are first electric. Wake up, from under, yeah. wake now, up from under the rock. I mean, <laughs> they have taken social media by storm. Like I mentioned, their, their Instagram's over a million followers, their content's hilarious. They are pretty much the definition of you have a long week of work and you just got to crack open that Friday beer and enjoy, enjoy it. So, but first and foremost, I mean, tell us who are the Barrett brothers?
2: uh the details of our lives are quite inconsequential, inconsequential. <laughs> um we're we're like everybody who probably follows the account and i think that's like the sort of the beauty of it we're just we're three brothers grew up uh on the east coast doing all the things that our, we think our audience loves to do is like we live for the time we spend with our friends for watching sports for um <laughs> figuring out what you're supposed to do with your life i mean that's sort of like the the story of all of our you know experiences throughout after college and all that
3: average to above average athletes (laughs) uh, above average to uh you know exceptional beer drinkers and uh you know that's it's (laughs) it's that's what those have been our driving forces for 15 years so it's it's really molded molded who we are today
2: i think that we wanted to create something in comedy that sort of just spoke to uh our generations and like what we found interesting um we always just thought that like the stories you uh experience with your closest group of friends were almost and not our personal stories I think everybody's personal experience were almost like worthy of you know a comedy platform and a voice and uh people when they look at friday beers and this is how it's designed is seeing like their own personal experiences and the relationships they have with their friends and you know all the things that help them get through the week and help them enjoy all the time that they can spend um so what what we are i think is just guys who are who have been able to sort of put that experience into like a, a, a format that people can understand and see their own uh selves and friends inside of it
0: so the story behind the brand obviously you wanted to make something that eclipsed our generation of the tough week you crack open the damn friday beer with the squad we'll get into the characters later on of course (laughs) we need the whole backstory and the characters but where did this idea come from to to take this to social media and try to to change the world with your content and was there a specific event that you said we need to do this right now
3: well i think even just to go back a bit like you know as Jack said, like we're, we're very much like the people who follow the account, like went to high school, went to college, got jobs in the corporate world, hated it. And, uh, you know, Jack and I both kind of had this creative itch that we never scratched. And once we realized, you know, uh, the future may be bleak in in the corporate grind, we decided, you know, let's just scratch it. Let's see what happens. And, and, uh, we started kind of working together on the sides of our, job just doing comedy writing and doing sketch comedy and uh exploring exploring that that creative side of ourselves and um you know it it never really formalized it was all just kind of like a a hobby hobby that we would do and throw scripts back you know back and forth I was living in LA Jack was in New York uh I was working in advertising Jack was working in uh finance and then uh media and it you know, it was really, it was not what we predicted would happen, but we always knew we wanted to make jokes. We wanted to kind of uh, give a rebirth to like the fraternity comedy that we kind of saw die down in the early 2000s. And there was a bit of a uh, a dark age from 2010 on. Yeah. yeah. And so we just, we wanted to give life back to that that humor because, you know, we were both in fraternities. The most, you know, uh, fun we have is like, being around the guys and as you know we mentioned like the characters are such a a crucial aspect and we always felt like these stories are hilarious they should be told in some shape or form and uh it just happened to kind of manifest in this this meme page but you know we we had many attempts uh, in other
2: sketch comedy ventures that didn't didn't go as well yeah, it was, it was by no means like automatic. Like we tried and failed or maybe not failed, but didn't succeed to various extents like on a lot of different projects. And we still thought the jokes were funny that we were making with each other and on other accounts. So it was Max's idea to just say like, hey, let's let's create a new format for memes using footage of all like the TV shows and movies and sports moments that we love. And that's one thing that we do know pretty well is like we we, we have a good familiarity with like TV shows and movies and stuff. Um, and we just started making what we consider to be sketches with other people's footage. And that was how Friday Birds came to look. But it was really, really Max who started saying we should do that about a year ago.
1: Awesome. So what started as a hobby, you guys, you know, figured out this like niche marketing per se of like, you know, let's do these these TV shows and start creating content from there. Give us a timeline on like when this idea started and, you know, how the operations evolved to where they are now in, you know, almost January, almost January, 2021. Uh, What was your timeframe and how this grew so quickly?
2: Well, started in November, 2019. And it was very much like just running gun, throwing shit up on the account. Uh, No real, formula or program to it uh i think around this time last year like after thanksgiving and then over the holidays we started to feel like a lot of people around where we were from were picking up on this like it was doubling in size every single week um, word of mouth was pretty crazy uh, so then we basically tried to put more structure around it um, and having different types of posts on different days of the week Different days of the week, um, we created basically like a, a schedule of what we post, and then we started to introduce all the characters that people have come to know and love around the account. So early on, we really wanted to form like a fictional group of friends that people could identify with on the account, and those would be the the stars of Friday Beers. Those are the people who are going through these crazy escapades throughout the week. Uh, and we literally just sat down and like wrote them out and uh, published them. People seemed to identify identify with them, um, and almost as soon as that happened, people uh, started not being able to go to bars again. I was like, <laughs> I guess late Feb, March, um, and we we uh, were separated from each other for a long time. Once the first like wave of lockdowns occurred uh, and, and really serious quarantines but it also gave us an interesting chance to like devote a lot of time to Friday beers too so we started just pumping out content I think from like March on in a way that we thought about a lot and I think we we grew faster than we ever anticipated during a time when socializing wasn't even allowed so that was something that brought us through the majority of 20, 2020.
0: So you just made a great point the, the quarantine in around this time last year too kind of gave you guys an opportunity to to build the squad and to build these characters where you know even though they're fictional everyone has them in their life every yeah. single person that consumes Friday beers content has a dually in their life they have you yeah. know the fringe guy in their life right yeah. so you, you touched on your inspiration for the squad but now we want to know we want a ranking of your favorite fellows or ladies gents (laughs) who are the favorite or maybe it doesn't even have to be the favorite just
3: you know yeah the hierarchy identify
0: with what speaks to you
3: well you make a good point like the the beauty of of friday the friday greatest characters is that you know they're they're not so prescriptive like they're archetypes so you can kind of like your idea of the big fella is slightly different than my idea. Your idea of the light night specialist is, you know, someone who's like that, but, and that's a good kind of the power of imagination is, uh, is why we kind of keep the characters. Not so, it's not like this guy is, he went to this college and he studied this you kind of, you keep it open for interpretation because that's where, you know, people really love to just like get creative with it on their own. Uh, but if yeah, have, we had the <laughs> rank the, uh, the characters. Favorite? Um, no, it's funny. I'm I'm actually looking at my laptop because we have all the stickers of the characters here. So, uh, I mean, near and dear to my heart, and I think who you know is probably one of the more endearing characters is Fringe Guy. Yeah, I think Fringe Guy it has the most interesting story because he's the one who's constantly playing for his job, and you want to. <laughs> And there's the the ebbs and flows of you know he has a good outing, he gets added to the group chat, or you know he's, he's, a, he's a brutal showing and he's uh, he's banned from the pregame for you know the next month. But Fringe Guy's always been someone that is uh, I like to follow his story, and I feel and I also feel that Fringe Guy is is uh, you we've all experienced being the fringe on some friend group because it's all relative, right? So in one friend group you may be more integral to it, but then there might be a different set of friends who you are kind of on the outskirts of. So it's, it's a concept that is kind of universal in my opinion. Um, and then in, t- in terms of like the ones I just find like the funniest, Sergeant Suckdown is a guy that I just crack up at like the, the militant his militant style of drinking. You know, he's making sure you leave a wounded soldier on the table. Like he's, he's in your face. Just someone who do treats, you know, a game of pong,
2: like it's yeah, you know, military operations on the front line with Normandy. I mean that's imagine girl like playing paintball with Sergeant Suckdown.
1: <laughs> Yeah, right? With the eye black yeah. On the
2: yeah. Eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full camo. Yeah,
3: yeah. He, 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 you you try to bounce on his table like he's throwing fists. But uh yeah, French guy Sergeant down Um uh, another another character, uh one of my favorites is Glue Guy. And Glue Guy actually I don't know if you, if you uh, follow this closely, but one of our buddies, Teddy, Teddy Purcell, the hockey player, ex-hockey player, he was the one who kind of coined the term glue guy. And yeah, he has a very funny story about it, but he was basically the glue guy in the uh, King's locker room. (laughs) And Teddy himself is, you know, in in person, it's just, he's that kind of guy who's always holding people together. And we talk about a critical member of a group, you know, the guy who can, put everyone at ease whenever there's tension uh those i mean off the top of my head those those top three
2: are are sticking out yeah i endorse that fringe i think above all has the most heart and you gotta respect guys with heart
0: You're repping the shirt yeah so- <laughs> yeah
2: like the, we had this awesome designer create this um these uh sort of des- uh styles based on the characters like they're sort of like retro um personas behind the characters and this is fringe guy limo car and limousine service and the fact it says uh, don't drink or drive call fringe guy and has a phone number on the back so he'll pick strange. you up anywhere you are
0: that's awesome
1: that's awesome
0: that? yeah that's a good
1: one so you know i think you you mentioned it uh, greatly you know you talked about during the pandemic you started creating these personas even more you actually made like these descriptions and posted it on yeah. Ah, uh, the social accounts, and if you're an OG Friday beers person, you probably would recognize one of those names more than someone else, and that's Dua Lipa. Uh, <laughs> you, you guys were arguably the biggest Dua Lipa uh, Stan account. I mean, I actually like found out about Dua Lipa because of you before I even heard. And I mean, the music was wild, but you know. At one point also, Friday beers, the only account they were following was Dua Lipa, rightfully so. Yeah. Explain the breakup for those of you that don't know who are listening, like tell the people what happened uh, <laughs> <the> Whole <laughs> that whole relationship.
3: Wow. Yeah, this is pretty therapeutic. We haven't actually, <laughs> we've never actually gotten closure or yeah. spoke about what happened. Yeah. It's so open.
2: Put yeah, it all out.
0: We're, our shoulder is here for you. Yeah.
2: Still a bit of an open wound. No, <laughs> she, it, has a, she had the worst boyfriend. Forever, and that was yeah. part of like the.
3: Well, it, we we fell in love with her before we knew she was dating Anwar Hadid. Yeah, so you know when that when that got that knowledge was dropped on us, it you know rattled our world. It's also
2: kind of perfect because he's like such a good villain, and he's very hateable because he's rich and he's sort of a clout chaser because he's got the famous hot sisters and the family. And so you're like, why is a guy like that? going to date this extremely talented, yeah. beautiful star. Kind of like suit, man.
0: You know, like suit man and what the, the sure. hell. Sure. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. And now I guess in terms of the hate ability, um, yeah. but we, yeah, we started liking her and her music, uh, before we know the association, we actually saw, saw like a little video of her like doing the little dance on stage, a little hip hop pop popping that hip. And, yeah. uh, it was, it was like the most attractive like, thing I've ever seen. We've never seen a body move like this. <laughs> yeah. So good. And you get into this music. I mean, she puts out hits. Yeah. Um, so that was a fun time. But then I think Max can <laughs> sort of well, yeah, the I mean, gradual.
3: <laughs> you know, I think. Devolution. I'm preface it by saying, you know, part of the uh, Friday Beers ethos is like, it's you know very inclusive. Everyone's invited to the party. We're, we're never punching down or like making fun of. Uh, you know other people's expenses it's always self-deprecating we, we try to keep that in mind at all times except when it comes to Anwar yeah Anwar is the only one only guy yeah. <laughs> all right let's take some cheap shots uh try to rattle his cage a bit and which is which is what we did and and uh <laughs> the way we did that was by just commenting on Dua Lipa's photos on Instagram and you know having post notifications on so boom we were the first ones commenting and you know kind of encouraging our followers to like the comment get it up there on the, the top comments so she would see it and it would be, it would be funny because like we would say something you know she would post a photo of anwar and we'd say something like uh who's the make-a-wish kid
2: Well,
3: yeah that was the one that we, got, we would say less offensive things like uh <laughs> well i mean I think the one time we commented like, he's the face of COVID or something. Anyway, like oh, that comment, that. that comment would get like four thousand likes and be at the top of her comments because yeah, of you guys, because like, of the followers, because of the followers. Yeah, we're and so i that. You know, above you know, Gigi would have like only a few hundred likes. Mm-hmm. So clearly, Dua Lipa seeing this, being like, "Who the fuck are these guys?" She doesn't probably get the humor, and I doubt she even really like understood kind of like the. The satire at all, but so she was just she was just seeing us as like who are these trolls bullying my boyfriend? Even though we were like you know we made videos dedicating our love to her, we, and we put her, on we put on new fans to her music yeah. you like you did.
0: Did she? I was just gonna ask. Did she ever pin you guys? But knowing that that she definitely no,
3: did. I don't think she did. But uh, some actually, one of our followers coined a good phrase: "All is fair." in love on war (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) so that's kind of that's kind of how we led our lives you know all is fair and love on war and then yeah unfortunately we we made the we make a wish comment and i refreshed it and like blocked no nothing no dm nothing no no warning we were just cut off. Dear John letter. Just cut off. Yeah. The-
0: <laughs> we're not even like, hey, stop being an asshole. Too <laughs> like, yeah.
3: Yeah. The funny part is like, I want to say like two weeks before that, do a couple of reps from like Dua Lipa's social media team reached out to us, like talking about a potential collab.
2: And we're, <laughs> getting, we're approaching her. We're yeah. getting close to and her. And like,
3: connecting with her. this guy was probably just like, talking out of his ass. He's like, oh yeah, I can, I can imagine like a show, Dua Lipa and Friday beers. Like I was like, bullshit so we got a little cocky we're like all right i'm about to <laughs> cut out of the picture let's bury it's
0: this on her and see what she does and that's how she react. yeah and
3: it turns out now yeah, we're blocked and have no you yeah. know but behavior. we're on a bigger yeah. and better Thanks. things
1: i was just gonna say that's you know great. with every breakup you know there's that new that new honey that new love tell us about the new person in your life and i saw the video too um yeah. that's pretty epic that's how we actually like um, you know, found the video of you two, uh, a picture of you guys, um, yeah. because it's hard to find pictures of you two. I hope you know <laughs> that. You guys are very one of the biggest social media accounts.
3: Yeah, uh, we, we, uh, that's intentional. You know, we, we prefer to stay anonymous because we know like the, what's important about the brand is, is the comedy and the characters. And like that's always going to lead the charge for Friday Beers. No one gives it, no one gives a shit about us as they, they're, no, there's no reason to. It's not like an influencer
2: account. Yeah. really it's right. more of a
1: the mastermind
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah but it's about it's about like the brand and what it represents and what everybody sees in the brand right. but we were able to do a sketch with Haley um, yeah. and she was so awesome and obviously extremely good at acting and all this stuff and we were when we were like doing the sketch with her we we're nervous that we weren't gonna have enough time to get her parts in, and then as soon as she started talking, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, of course, she's like an incredible Hollywood actress and we're shit. And like, <laughs> we need to get this right. So, but yeah, it was, yeah, she it was, was so, super cool. The
3: transition from Dua to Haley was pretty smooth. You know, at first we were kind of we were following no one at that point. So, like, who should we follow? I think we followed like Brazzers. Where yeah. We had- <laughs> Yeah. It's a tough look, or, or one follows, but um, it's so. Then we kind of thought, like, all right, we got to find our new crush, and uh, we, we, we juggled a couple of options. Thought about like Zendaya.
2: There's a lot of candidates. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
3: a lot of people were suggesting we go after Madison Beer. Like, yeah. I'm not too familiar with it. Her last name was cool. Yeah, uh, but Haley actually is someone we've uh, been big fans of for several years um
2: dual so, threat actor singer she can do it all yeah she's
3: uh the the enter or hollywood swiss army knife but yeah and then we just we found out just <laughs> yeah, coincidentally. Right, it's perfect. yeah <laughs> her brother griffin uh had been following us which we didn't know
0: mm-hmm.
3: so like the second we started we kind of announced to the world like Haley is, is our new uh our new crush Griffin started getting in the mix. We're like, oh, this is perfect. Now we already have the inn. Uh And that, and that kind of snowballed to the point where like she was you know, cool enough to just like get out and do that sketch with us. And, and now it's, now it's, uh, it's taking you know, it's become an entirely new beast. But-
1: Absolutely. And that kind of brings up a good segue, you know, what does the future of Friday beers look like? You know, what, do you have any plans in 2021? Are you kind of just, Uh, you know riding with the hype and keeping pushing out new content and everything and watching you know letting the fans decide or do you guys have some kind of uh structure and where you want to see this grow in the next year the next five years and uh so far
2: they're probably just gonna shut it down (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh everything that we do now is gonna keep going strong like all the daily content creation um and uh, all the other sort of sub-accounts that we've been building out, those will be you know, chugging right along. Uh, Max and I and Sam are, are working hard to create more Friday Beers projects that aren't just social media-based. So we'll be doing things like the Haley Steinfeld sketches. Uh, obviously, we'll put them out on social media, but more like live acting sketches, podcast stuff, Um, and then trying to develop the longer form content projects that are make us the most excited but basically how can we tell the stories of Friday Beers characters um, in real life like with real like long form acted in content so that's uh, it's gonna take a while but it's it's all in the works and we're stoked to try and make it happen move forward we're also really excited to do stuff with uh, like Friday Beers followers in person like we haven't been able to throw an event since February. Did we do yeah. one in February? We went,
3: we went to the Phoenix open in yeah.
2: February. W- waste management open. Waste yeah. management open golf tournament. But it wasn't even really an official event even, but like, right. you know, um, and that was early days, but we want to go and start going to college campuses, start going to great cities around the country. Um, and just, you know, have, meeting people. Yeah, and, have beers. Yeah. And that's <laughs> have some Friday beers. That's a, a format we're going to figure out too, like what the Friday beers fest looks like we got dj press play a headline yeah it's gonna all everyone's gonna be included in that in some way um and that's just gonna be a lot of fun uh, we're thinking like october next fall is a realistic time to hit that pretty hard but obviously if it can come sooner we'll be we'd be soaked
1: yeah we'll we'll be at the line for sure right? <laughs> we'll definitely <be> there, absolutely <laughs> and another thing too uh you know we wanted to bring up not many people know that friday beers actually has a friday beer uh, yeah, if you want to ta- touch upon how that relationship uh, started, with uh, I believe the company is pronounced leak.
2: Yeah, Aleeks. Yeah, we did a beer with Aleeks that was more of like a one-time thing. We haven't actually produced the Friday beers that you can get at your local bodega, or supermarket, or whatever. But Aleeks is a really cool company. They're based in, out of Santa Monica. And they allow you to create a can for any type of special occasion or event that you have. Um, So it's like, you know, your birthday, you wanted to get a hundred beers with your face on it. Like you could do that. And it was a, it was a really targeted idea around when we thought when we were going to reach a million followers, we're going to release a beer to sort of commemorate that occasion. And so they have beers from Santa Monica brewing company and they'll slap your label on it and package it up and send it, Anywhere, it's that's why it's a little. That's why you guys couldn't have it because it's only on demand online in California. God. So only people in California can order it straight to their house. Um, and we did one where we got it to people in New York, but it wasn't available uh, consistently. It was only for like a matter of three days, and then we put them like on a truck and then got them to New York and all that stuff. So that was like a a nice little treats to do, and we're, we're still looking into how we make you know Friday beers that are available everywhere
0: and I am anxiously looking forward to the date that we get those on the east coast
2: you guys are in the crap beer world I mean these you know it's a it's a process to find like the brewing partner and how you get distribution and all this stuff and uh, it'll be a fun one to figure out but uh uh we don't have it yet
0: yeah well that'll be cool we're looking forward to that for sure um let's get into some fun questions now the tasty Licks playlist that is my go-to on a nice summer day oh yeah i want to know what your favorite selections from the tasty Licks playlist are is there anything that you hit shuffle and it comes on and you're just like this is staying right where it is
3: you gotta stop yeah uh i think most of most of my top picks are at at Physically, the top of the he's a lot of experience. you guys <laughs> just <had laughs> and it's uh, yeah. and they're mostly remixes. Like yeah, let's see oh yeah, Chasing Tail, the Mad Nap Remix, Burn Fast Remix, and and the Flame Roosevelt Remix. Those are three that I've listened to probably like three hundred times each. <laughs> uh, they're they're those songs like I'll literally go. I'm working out, like go to shoot hoops. whatever you worked out, <laughs> like <laughs> three months ago, it's <laughs> one time I worked out three months ago. I literally, went, I went to the court, I put on the Chasing Tail Mad Nap Remix just on repeat, and probably listened to it like forty times in a row. I just that. like I didn't, I didn't need any other songs. So, like this one gets the gets my That's Jason it. Tail. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's sweet. And obviously levels too. I mean, always oh, yeah, a
0: classic have to pour one out man levels right.
3: levels in reverse yeah
0: so what's better levels or levels in reverse
3: levels in reverse in reverse oh, so right. levels. It's, it's so <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. on vinyl you
2: get that a record player you get levels on reverse on vinyl and then you spin it the other way oh my god I,
1: yeah. this is yeah <laughs> can we do that we might have we might have to <laughs> Another question we got. Um, so with the ongoing pandemic, you know, obviously the, one of the things that everyone's really suffering, uh, by being inside like mentally, but local businesses and bars are suffering too. Uh, we saw on social media that, uh, you're providing insight on how Friday beers is tackling this issue. Uh, so people can, you know, hopefully one day in the near future, continue to commence suck down at those bars. Uh, can you give us more information on this relief fund, uh, that's taking place with that restaurant or bar in New York, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So uh
2: we just found like a good um uh New York-based organization called Roar. Uh and it's uh, created a fund for employee restaurant or hospitality employee relief. Um due to like all the basically the new indoor dining restrictions that are going on in New York. I mean, it's gotta be the same in Providence, but like soon these places are just gonna be like without recourse because they've done such a good job adapting to um, the outdoor dining restrictions and figuring out a way to like open themselves up with uh, you know, COVID precautions. And now the is gonna make it untenable for them. So uh, we had talked to some people who recommended this one org. And uh, yeah, we're just gonna donate. Um, we, we actually were just calculating it up. I think we raised total of like 20K, uh, which is good for us. Um, that we're just going to give right to these organizations or the, sorry, the org that helped these restaurants all over New York city to help them get through tough winter. I mean, it's a drop in the bucket, but we just wanted to show our appreciation because, you know, we don't have these places, you know, where to go. I mean, if you live in a city like New York, which I did for many years, um, you don't spend that much time at your apartment because you've got all these amazing places to go hang and like that's where you experience the entirety of your social life is at bars and restaurants so we just wanted to figure out a way to do our part to give back a little bit we'll we'll try to do more we did um another fundraiser for bartender relief early on in COVID when uh through the United States Bartenders Guild Uh, I think we raised like another 25 or 30k for them yeah it's just always like I think a an important thing to recognize that these people like really prop up our social lives and, uh, and the things that are fun for us to do more than we ever realize and now we're all sitting around inside together being like fuck i'd do anything to be wasted out of uh, my local pub <laughs> <laughs> i would suck down any vaccine you could give me in a heartbeat if i could just get to my watch <laughs> football on saturday we're, yeah.
0: we're right with you so is it too late for our listeners to get involved with that kind of stuff i know you just no, just no, no, we'll not at all football, um so
2: yeah, we just did uh, a merch donation to sort of equivalent of a giveaway. And then we're actually going to match what we raised from you guys and we're going to give. Um, but we can just uh, you can just go right to roar.ny uh, and I can even just pull that up right now what it is. If you want to donate directly. And I know it's this one is New York based. And we thought it was like going to be the most effective based on. um based on what was happening in the city and how we could call to action, but there's there's got to be a ton of other good orgs that are used as a quick Google for uh, hospitality industry relief or restaurant relief. You'll you'll find a couple of them. but this is called roarnewyork.org.
0: Cool. Now we'll we'll yeah. keep that in mind. We will publish that in the description of this episode as well. Awesome. So anyone Appreciate listening that. to this, please go to roar.ny and also go to uh, the Friday Beer Social. Yeah. You're going to be able to find a lot of good stuff there. Um, so as we start to wrap this up here, there's a lot of people that have popular accounts like yours, right? There's a lot of people that are making a brand and pushing out content left and right, especially with video and are balancing quite a bit in their own lives. Right. So for those people, what do you say to them? What advice do you have to give to those people that are making a viral brand and, and sticking the course?
3: Uh, I would say, okay. you no, know, it's funny. Actually, I can across uh, a quote recently that I really struck a chord with me and it was, um, the quote was just start, worry about making it perfect later. And that's the advice I would give. It's like, just start, like, don't, if you think don't stop thinking about it too much, like your doubt and your fears and your hesitation will get in the way. Like just put something out there, be a bit fearless. Like if you, if you believe in something like test the waters, like there's social media is for trial and error. You know, that's what we know that better than anyone. Uh, even, you know, with, you can see from the first 10 videos we made uh, for Friday beers versus the, the last most recent 10, totally different. I mean, like the, the way it's evolved is, is uh, just purely by taking again at bats and taking our cuts. Like you're, you're going to get better along the way. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of the balance, it's like, you know you got to be passionate you know you got you got to put in the work i'm not going to lie about that you know we were juggling full time jobs uh only just recently we were able to do this full time um so you know it's just finding little cracks in your schedule at night on the weekends sometimes even at work if you can if you can do that like yeah you got to you got to be able to put in the work um, but and it, it's also got to be something you you really care about uh so just yeah find find a way to do it and and just start i would say
2: yeah i i second that if you're passionate about it you won't mind having to work between the cracks and you know this just speaks probably to exactly what you guys are doing too you identified three things that you really care about and you don't mind talking about ad nauseum and working late on then you're not gonna mind ever working on it and that'll just guarantee you're gonna it'll give you a better chance of being successful so Don't, you know, grind yourself to the bone, you know, working on a niche account for cooking pot roasts if you hate fucking cooking pot roasts. Like, (laughs) make sure that it's something that really (laughs) lights your fire. And as I don't know if it sounds lame or not, Friday beers is sort of about nothing, but it's about everything at the same time like what we're passionate about is the relationships that we have with our friends and that people have with their friends and fantasizing about that. And it might've sounded corny to like picture yourself in your own TV show, but that's sort of what we view as what your relationship with your friends is. Like you guys are going through a TV show of life together. And that fired me and max up when we, we started working on this, um, and it's what continues to fire us up, and we want we we do think all of our stories, and I'm not saying our me and Max, our collectively people who like Friday beers, follow Friday beers, are worthy of um, telling and people hearing and making jokes about. So that's what we're going to continue to do.
1: <clears throat> awesome, awesome! Thank you for sharing with that uh, sharing that with us, guys. Uh, I think our listeners will definitely love that. Before we let you go. Uh, it'd be cruel of us not to ask you, you know, the simple question that's in our name, you know, we're beers, business and balls, you know, what's your favorite type of beer and uh, what are your sports teams?
2: Uh, all right. My favorite type of beer, it, it, it honestly depends on the occasion, but like Peroni bottle, Ooh. when I'm at a bodega, I'll get every time. And uh, I kind of, it's like kind of like my favorite, like dinner beer too. And then for, Consumption <laughs> for like mass consumption, uh, I really like modello and then I'm I like I like Bud Light a lot too. Um, right,
1: hell yeah!
2: So I mean, there's a beer for different every season, occasion, day of the week. But if you know, if I'm held gun to my head at the bodegas and I got to make a decision, that's probably what I'll do. Uh, and then <laughs> sports weird. teams. Sports teams, Max and I share some and then we differ in other ways, especially with one of his obsessions. But as you can <laughs> see from our dad's place, New York Yankees are my favorite team. That would be a team to pick, you win a championship to make you happy above all and then die the next day. New York Yankees. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. That's what we're um, uh, my second favorite team would probably be New York Rangers uh, to win, like, same thing. See, Rangers win a Stanley Cup. Uh, and I like the Giants and I like the, I, I would almost put Giants up with Rangers, but I've seen a couple of Giants Super Bowls in my lifetime. I'm technically a Knicks fan, but like, I'm like a closeted
1: Knicks fan. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're right there with you. We're right there we're right with there you. It's, uh, it's a painful team to be a fan of, but. Just get a Roby Topping jersey. Yeah.
2: yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but I won't really like bother to take up time with them. And then Leicester City Foxes for EPL. Ooh, Been a massive Leicester fan my entire life, okay. And now I like. The... Yeah,
3: I mean the the only place Jack and I differ, and you just talked about how shitty the Knicks are, uh, is in basketball. You know, I'm, I'm Yankees, Giants, Rangers as well. well. You're kind of a Rams fan, too. yeah. Since being in LA, uh, I've adopted the Rams. I uh, so
1: sorry. yeah. I mean, it's a tough one after yesterday, but No, yeah, no, it's to like, no one has truly lost, uh,
3: but um you know, they, they, uh, they're, they're still in it. They, they got a little bounce back. A lot of highs and lows with those guys. Um, But yeah, where we differ the most is uh, in basketball. I, since the Knicks were so bad growing up, I just ended up gravitating towards LeBron. He just, you know, when he entered the league, it was like, I'd never seen anything like this before. And I was just like, so basically just entranced by this dude. And So uh, I've just followed him wherever he's gone. So I've been a Cavs fan. I've been a Heat fan. Now I'm a Lakers fan, which is convenient. (laughs) It's right in my (laughs) backyard. But yeah, I think, I mean, my LeBron obsession borders on um, psychotic. Uh, Uh, Yeah, it's... People get
0: irrational hate for that. Now, I don't know if... You know, your your hate might be irrational because of what you just said, but. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, yeah,
3: it's it's a controversial statement to be like, I'm a huge LeBron guy. It is. It, it's, yeah, it's, even though it shouldn't be, you know, there's there's room enough to love everyone.
1: Hey, game respects uh, game.
3: Yeah, real recognize real. But uh, yeah, people do seem to like to tear LeBron down unnecessarily.
0: People hate greatness, honestly. Yeah. they do.
3: Yeah, so, but yeah, I mean, uh, I would say, if you know, if I had to see one team or person win a championship, then die the next day, I'd like to see LeBron get his. Fifth. Again? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> what so about you guys? guys?
0: Are you are you a Modelo guy as well, or?
3: uh yeah. So I mean, my my beer drinking preferences have evolved a lot. Uh, <laughs> at this point, because you're counting calories. I mean, so Jack, <laughs> Jack, Jack mentioned, yeah. I mean, yeah, I yeah. am. Jack mentioned like uh the you know for consumption i've always kind of considered myself a high volume drinker i'm not really concerned about you know it's uh, uh, the the qualities (laughs) per se (laughs) of beer it's like what can i drink
0: that's your way of saying you'll just drink anything yeah what
3: can i drink quickly yeah smoothly and uh
0: cold free make me available so I can't
2: feel feelings
3: anymore. Yeah, and to, to, and to <laughs> okay. yeah, help numb my my emotional capacity. Um, so, and this may be because of, you know, of uh, all the recent marketing campaign, but I've been a big Michelob guy. Because it's recently. low calorie, just admit that. It's a low calorie, yeah. what is it, like 90
0: cows or something, right? Yeah,
3: you're drinking water, baby. <laughs> water. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, but besides that, I do... I like a lot of Mexican beers. I mean, Model is yeah, great. Corona, Pacifico is awesome. Big Mexican beer guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Again, yeah, in terms of like, the the craft stuff,
2: you yeah. know what I like in your guys' neck of the woods? Uh, main beer company, oh, hey, Yeah. Beer. Yes. That is yes. a,
1: that's a, a solid beer. Favorites. It's solid, very solid beer. For, a,
2: for a, uh, an IPA like a, something heavy like on a on a cold day inside a warm bar have like a yeah. burger and a main ipa that would be that would taste incredibly good
0: yeah they name them all after meals too it's like lunch dinner,
2: yeah i've seen that and yeah, yeah, and they're hard to find you can't get them too many places yeah
1: around. you'll get like a couple select restaurants that'll carry it like on tap or like the cans but i mean pre-covid they used to come around with a uh, a lobster truck and they used to yeah. do like like pop-up shops, their beer and like lobster mac and cheese, lobster burgers, and it's that's like sick. that's it. That's a, like that's it. Yeah.
2: Um and I mean I'm trying to think what's the other one? Oh, what about a Sloop Juice IPA? Yes. It's
3: this is state it's kind Juice. of a, this is kind of a wild Sloop. Time.
0: that's uh where the hell is that? That's New York, right?
2: I think it is in New York.
3: Uh yeah the brewery's in New York. Yeah. Um, state my my buddy out. uh yeah he, my buddy is during uh the summer he was just on a big Sloop IPA binge, and yeah, he he brought these sloop juices around, and these things are tasty. (laughs) Tasty sloop, yeah, not too heavy, (laughs) yeah, a lot of taste, uh, not too heavy, and and like the name is great, and they're called juice bombs, yeah fucking toss me a bomb bro
0: <laughs> yeah that's what it is. it's juice bomb i think yeah. it's by the, the it's sloop brewing company i'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. those guys are like i've heard nothing but great things about every single person that's had it i've had juice bomb before absolutely fucking delicious yeah, yeah.
3: juice bombs are great it's all yeah it's a great beer for sergeant suck down you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah fire in the hole fire in the hole bombs God. away
0: <laughs> Yeah. For one more thing, before we let you guys go, we need a thirty-second pitch to the uncultured on why Friday beers, quote unquote, just hit different. Mm.
2: Why well, they hit different?
0: Yeah, why why do Friday beers hit different? To educate our our folks in the in the darkness.
2: Oh, Did it crack. can
3: it crack. I could I can pitch well, it. It's it's we. We wrote a, uh, a. Oh yeah, we have a
2: manifesto, a manifesto about <laughs> why they hit different. Actually, let me pull that up. Uh, I think it's a somewhere in here, but it's a great. It's it's actually a video we made, um, set to all Bud Light uh, clips, and you can find it in our account. But that that is the true true uh, Friday beers manifesto. Fuck, I don't know if I'll be able to find it on my computer right now. But here, the, I'll summarize it as saying like anybody who's ever worked a nine to five, anybody who's ever known what it means to like savor those moments for the weekend, who's just grinding to get through the last fucking project that you have before, a beautiful green field of freedom. Tell me how that beer tastes when you sip it, that moment that you experience the release. When you know your buddy is is rolling up to the bar soon, you've got twelve hours of football to watch, and then you got not a care in the world in sight. That's sort of the definition of hit different, and that also that Friday beers are always for the people, for everyone at any time, and anybody uh, can have that feeling. It's the most accessible feeling in the world, and that sort of everybody can have it makes it truly hit different as well.
1: Man, it's Monday at 6:50 p.m. and I'm trying to get. I'm like running through a wall.
2: I'll tell you what, dude. It's Monday at 6:50 p.m. and that could still be hitting different for you. And uh, we do like to say that it's not something that is in particularly confined to one day of the week. It's more of a a particular type of feeling that can be experienced in many different scenarios and many different times of the week. Uh, But it also, it all kind of is related in the same way of. Uh, that's a special thing I want to hold on. to. Yeah,
3: I mean, it's as Jack said, it's kind of like you're you're on the uh, you're on the diving board about to like plunge into whatever, maybe a couple of days of freedom
2: and a couple we, hours, we, couple a couple minutes, hours, yeah. we had, taking you know, a shit between your next two meetings or something. We have
3: people, you know, <laughs> our followers, will who are working they, they work weekends and, the, and their days off are Monday, Tuesday, and they're having Friday beers on a Sunday night. You know, it's it's the it's the mentality more than it is the uh, the day of the week
2: for sure. For sure.
3: I love
0: that so much. Yeah, Everything about that. So that's all we've got. So this has been Jack and Max and Sam in the background, Barrett. Um, Gentlemen, where, uh, before we close out, where can our listeners find you guys on social media and where can they engage with your content?
2: Uh, At Friday.beers on Instagram at Friday underscore beers On on Twitter. Um, all of our other accounts are linked to that. Um, commence.suckdown, Friday. Check out at dr.locks.md. That, that one's been fine. That one's been low-key <laughs> yeah. fire. I've been following the pics yeah. along
1: on that. That's been fun.
2: Yeah, he's up and he's down sometimes um, at dj.pressplay.music. Uh, and fun stuff here and there. And then our website, uh, if you want to check out the merch, uh, fridaybears.shop. Uh, but more to come, like, thank you guys for having this conversation with us we hope we can you know revisit it with you in three months and get a lot more to talk about
1: absolutely thank you guys so much hope you have a safe and happy holidays enjoy the new year and uh cheers, Keep riding cheers. You guys too. all right have a
2: great one boys enjoy the holiday you too.
1: and that was just the barrett brothers of friday beers commence the suck down almost friday Tasty licks, you name it. Friday beers is providing all the comical relief during this pandemic. And I thought that was awesome. They were they were genuine. They were down to earth. They were just a fun, fun time. And it's a cool story, too. I mean, pretty much all of these big accounts and these big uh, social media brands, you always hear it's like, yep, I was working corporate and then I built something big and then I quit. And now they're having fun with it. Mm-hmm. So and it was awesome to also hear that they were Yankee fans. That kind of was just icing on the cake for us. It was. They
0: had a big thing of Yankee garb in the background. The, Max also had a Jared Goff jersey behind him. Did you see that? that was, he had a few
1: jerseys. Yeah. 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 But it was an ultimate
0: man cave. It was. And that's it was just so poorly timed, the fact that there's a Jared Goff jersey back there after losing to the Jets. Um, real quick, this wouldn't be a true episode if we didn't hit all beers, business, and balls. We pretty much got all of them in our interview with the Barrett Brothers, but we're going to dive right into it. Some rapid fire. Going to try to keep it around a minute in each topic, and then we'll let everyone go on their fine holiday weeks. But I was a little disappointed. We only got two beers this week on the uh, Chase to 1,000. So you're going to be doing a lot of drinking, hopefully, next week.
1: Yeah, 33 beers to go. Uh, or Yeah, 33 beers to go. Oh, man just wasn't those week for beers i mean i was not in the mood for pounding down those porters and stouts uh we're actually stopping over at a new brewery in providence tomorrow when this episode drops a moniker um which is near beer on earth and fountain street and all that jazz uh so you'll definitely see some of the beers coming up on the instagram and on the untapped as well and i think you know if everything works out well we're in contact with them we'll get them in sometime for 2021 but That'll help out the cause. Uh, When I go back to Long Island, I'll have some beers as well. But yeah, just was not in a beer mood this week when I should have. But I will provide a rating. Uh, We'll go with Poets in the Night by Long Live Beer Works. I gave it a 4.75. Um, That was a... Very comparable beer to a Treehouse, I felt. I thought if you crack that open and put a Treehouse can next to it, everyone would be like, yep, that's a Treehouse. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's an amazing beer. But it's long Live out of Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, full of flavor. Very, very just that juicy, bright IPA. Um, I believe it was with... Well, it was actually a double. It was a double IPA, and I don't know what it was brewed with, but... Long live does it again. (laughs) (laughs)
0: They do really hoppy beers all the time. And it looked exactly like a treehouse. Smelled like a treehouse. Tasted like a treehouse. A plus for Long live once more. Um, Let's go to Holyoke, Massachusetts now. Loophole Brewing Company. I think their name came up at some point. Honestly, I just feel like every brewery that we say, like, oh, I think we've rated something. We probably have. So, Loophole... Uh, I'm going to do moving through cashmere. This is one that we had at the malted barley in Providence. We talk about malted barley all the time because we go all the time. Um, Fruity, hazy, dry hopped, New England IPA. Very fruity. Had some mango, pineapple, lemongrass, melon. uh, They brewed it with pale malt, oats, and white wheat. And the caption is, With enough residual sweetness to balance the exquisite hopping from Comet, Citra, and cashmere varieties. 7.0... On the dot, I thought this was pretty good. I gave it a 4. Um, I've been told in cans it's a little bit better. And untapped data backs it up. But enjoyed it on draft. Go down to the malted barley. They are doing really good stuff, too. That's malted barley. Providence, Westerly, and Juno Beach, Florida for you snowbird listeners. All right, rapid fire. Uh, one minute each for business and balls. Will the market uh, initially, as soon as the stimulus check got passed, after market hours or after hours creeped way up and then this new strain of COVID or whatever the hell came out and it dipped back down and then I guess it it went back up. So volatile market once more to close the year out.
1: Yeah, I mean, let's start with the stimulus package. I think it's an absolute joke, but Mm -hmm. we're not going to get political. Um, it's the end of the year. They're thinking it's going to get pumped right back into the economy. It's just going to get pumped into everyone's credit card bills and credit card is pretty much fake money. If, uh, <laughs> I mean, you well, should... if all money is fake by that logic. I mean, all money is fake. It's <laughs> You've one... said it. Yeah. But I, agree. I mean, people are going to get this check. They just spent all this money on Christmas shopping and it probably wasn't like local, hate to break it to you unfortunately it's you know it's the app because no one wants to go out they go to amazon they buy their stuff okay it's here so stimulus package was a waste then there's this new strain of covid which is like come on we were literally at like the final hump of this bullshit year and then the uk is just like they just like shut down i was reading into it it's like and our yeah the borders are closed yeah the borders are closed our blogger shane touched upon it uh this week as well uh but there was like truckers just stranded in like the no man, like no man zone between countries going to England with like their freights and stuff and they're just like sleeping in their trucks. Um, but that took an impact on the market, bounced right back up, though. Um, it's the end of Q4. I mean, earnings are coming out. Probably in the next couple days to weeks. Um,
0: I mean, it'll be they won't report oh, yeah, them after, until yeah, January. They'll report it
1: in January, but these are big weeks for companies. These though. are big weeks. These yeah. are big weeks, and for anything consumer-wise, I mean, your last-minute shopping just spikes everything up, and uh, all these sales with different companies too, which is going to help their stocks. But you never know. You never know. Uh, I'm still very surprised how. Much the market has bounced back Mm -hmm. post-election, but that's something just to keep an eye on going into 2021 with a new president and a new administration, and we don't know what the virus is going to look like, but yeah, I just, uh, end of Q4. Tolly times. real quick, times. Yeah,
0: real quick, we'll talk about the Tesla stock, too. I think today was the official day that they were listed on the S&P 500 for the first time. Um, was it today? I believe they originally, unless something changed, it was December 21st when they first came out with it. So, um, obviously, the news had been out way before this. Stock rose and skyrocketed. Um, it, overall... No big changes with Tesla over the past couple of weeks. It's still fucking booming. Um, and I say no big changes, and it still grew from like 6.10 to 6. It got up to 6.90 aftermarket the other day. Crazy stuff. Tesla stock is still booming, and I, I think it's honestly still not too late to buy it. It's so dumb as that sounds. Like, after a 52-week high, it's still growing. Yeah. So, keep your eyes out. Airbnb doing well. DoorDash doing well. Those
1: are the big ones we've targeted. Yeah, I mean... I guess another one to touch upon is just Pet National Gaming. I mean, oh, yeah, uh, they're at 93 right now. And I put a, a blog back in August saying it, I think it'll hit 100 by end of year. And we've got a few more days and it keeps rising. I think it, it touched 96.5 at one point. Mm-hmm. So dangerous, dangerous stuff moon. out there to the moon.
0: <laughs> Balls. What the fuck is going on with the New York Jets? They can't even lose right. Their head coach, Adam Gase, says our job is to go out and win every week. And he is now officially 1-13. and They presumably lose the rights to draft quarterback Trevor Lawrence, who they call a generational talent out of Clemson University. They can't even fuck the year up right and tank for Trevor. I get it. You're professional athletes.
1: You have to go out and win. They're doing a piss-poor job of going out winning, though. I mean, I no one expected this. Nobody expected this. No. I was stating that the Jets were going to lose the first round pick, the number one overall pick anyway, because in Week 17, they were lined up, or they still are, to play the Patriots, and no way Bill Belichick was going to allow the Jets to take home Trevor Lawrence while he misses the playoffs for the first time in 12 years. Mm. They were going to lose that game on purpose and – mess that up, but he doesn't even have to do that anymore. He can no. still swallow his pride because the Jets made the worst, probably the worst mistake in their career um, by winning that game. And it's tough. You got to balance out the, okay, you know, or do
0: we want guys in here that want to lose? And like,
1: what, if we lose, what are we gaining? Which Yeah. I risk- mean, like, I'm not about losing. I'm not about tanking and stuff, but still, you don't like a guy like Trevor Lawrence. That name isn't getting thrown around, oh. you know. So it's like, who are the quarterbacks last year? Like, even like, no one would have been like,
0: oh doesn't my matter. God. They, they're not oh Lawrence. my god,
1: you know the Jets. The Jets uh, gave Tua. up the, the Jets <laughs> gave up Tua, or the Jets gave up Kyler Murray, or the Jets gave up Andrew Luck, or all these guys. It's like, no, Trevor. Lo- I mean, Trevor Lawrence has been when he won the title two years ago. They were like, yo, this guy should just sit out, and that's it. Like, he is going to be an unreal quarterback. Mm-hmm. And welcome to Jacksonville.
0: All right, contenders and pretenders, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, you you want to go first?
1: Yes, uh, contenders, Packers, mm-hmm. and okay. the Bills. Yeah. I like the Bills a lot. Um, Josh Allen, I'm, I'm sorry if you're listening. He, I'm sorry, Chris Handel's. I never actually know. I never actually hated Josh Allen. I don't think you ever. No, I wasn't yeah. I was never no, it wasn't Josh Allen. I just thought the Bills, you know, were not as a complete team as I thought they were. Josh Allen was a very good quarterback, still is. Um, they will make some noise. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and Devontae Adams, that is a deadly trio. I have them coming out of the NFC. Uh, pretenders. Pfft the Steelers uh, right now I don't know what the score of the it's game 17 is 17 to 10 Bengals now all right 17 to 17 to 10 Bengals that doesn't um, make up for that first half no the first half was <laughs> no oblivious way. the Steelers are now like this game I think they'll still win it but if they don't a three game lose streak after going 11 and out that's bad bad news bears they are my pretenders and I'll throw in another one uh, do, 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 do. I still think the Bucks are pretenders. Oh, yeah. yeah, They beat the Falcons on oh. a comeback. Congratulations! But I have them not even like the wow. Saints. Even the Saints, even with a banged up Drew Brees, are still better than the Bucs right All now. All right, I need you to stop there
0: because now I'm. I'm gonna. The Saints are in. They lost that game, but they're in my contender. Oh no, I still. That's what I'm week. saying. I still consider yep. them. No, I know. Yeah. I'm just. I, after last week, you did call the Saints pretenders. You did. And rightfully so. They sucked last week. They were awful. That loss was inexcusable. Drew Brees is back somehow. I don't get Limpin'. it. Limpin'. I'm not saying, like, back-back. I'm literally just saying Drew Brees is playing again. And... So is a hurt Drew Brees better than a healthy Taysom Hill? I... <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's not even a question. Taysom Hill clearly has shown us he's awful. We've talked about this every week. Um... Listen, I think the Saints actually held their own against a team that's, like, miles better than them, and I think that will translate nicely over to the playoffs as long as Brees stays healthy and doesn't break the rest of his ribs. Pretenders. Man. There's the Rams? <laughs> I mean, the that's the cop-out answer. The Rams fucking blow. Um, I don't know. I mean, you could throw the Vikings in there. You can throw... Yeah, you know what? I don't even know who I want as a pretender this week. The... Pick be the Rams. A, yeah, I, I mean, it yeah. has to be
1: the Rams. I was going to say, choose someone that like still is in the hunch for the playoffs. Well, it's the Rams. They have that yeah. division's
0: wide open, and I think, you know, my God. You go out, and I understand. Listen, it's the New England Patriots. You, you score however many points you want against them. Here's the bottom line. The Rams... Looked very good the week before, and then they blow it to the Jets? That's not going to translate well to the playoffs, because when they end up having to play somebody really, really good, like, I don't even know who's coming out of the NFC. Like, they might have to play, like, the Saints or somebody. And if they have to play the Saints, I think they're fucked. I think the Saints are going to carve their ass apart. And any good team, really, any team with a good offense, is they're going to kill them. Patriots did not have a good offense. That's why they did not do or that's why they did really well because Cam Newton's rushing for fifty yards and throwing for fifty.
1: You know? Uh, I'm already not looking for I mean, I don't even hate the Chiefs. I I think Patrick Mahomes is cool and I think the Chiefs are fun. I'm just already not looking forward to them to win them winning the Super Bowl. I, I already have them marked in. It's not even like <laughs> it's just This isn't I even gonna like, be fun. I just feel like it's miles, miles apart. Like I feel like this Super Bowl, and again Tape it into freezing cold takes while, while we're here. You know, might as well mark it. But I think this Super Bowl is going to be like, um, what was it? Broncos, Panthers? When the Broncos just like, steamrolled oh, yeah, the Panthers. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think, like, the, the Chiefs Shooks are just going to fuck the, whoever yeah. comes out of the NFC, you're saying? Yeah.
0: I don't hate that. I do. It'll, it's also going to be in Tampa, so the weather's going to be more consistent. Think about that. Um, Ravens are back, too. I slandered the Ravens for the past couple of weeks. I. It's the Jags, I understand it, but Lamar looked good, good for him. Fuck Hollywood Brown, I don't really like him,
1: but... It's still a crazy world that the Browns have their first winning season in, a, in what, a couple decades? Yeah, and they might not make the playoffs. And they might not make the playoffs. <laughs> they could go 11-5 and not make the playoffs. Yeah. John Fanta is crying. Mm-hmm. Fanta's crying in the club. Fanta, we, we're... Thoughts and prayers to you,
0: man, because <laughs> even though... <laughs> Like, you would have thought the Browns lost this week, the way we're talking about it, but, like, they... And they play the Jets next week, too. It's like yeah. they were declaring a funeral, but, I mean, who knows? The Jets just go win this game, too, now? They're not going to get Trevor Lawrence anyway. Maybe they just go out and beat the fucking Browns. Baker will literally be... He'll have his head cut off in Cleveland, if that's yeah. the case. Oh, man. Um, so that's NFL Week 15 16 is going to be a wild one, too. There's games on Christmas Day, or actually just one. It's the Saints-Vikings. That'll be cool.
1: And then Saturday games are a thing now. I mean, we're getting to a huge sports vortex again, mm-hmm. which is fun. You got the NBA starting this week. NBA starts this week. You have college bowl games. You have NFL, you know, playoff games coming up. Uh, college basketball is obviously in full swing yeah it's it's a it's a fun hockey's back in january that's true january
0: yeah. 13th that's it's pretty cool so we got a lot of stuff coming very cool stuff um for positivity corner i think i don't know if you have something yeah i got something okay cool because um, we, we
1: do have another backup one that we stashed
0: well let's just go no with i this. got th- i
1: got this one all right so yeah. <laughs> cool <laughs> Uh, it's kind of crazy, you know, it's December twenty first no, while that's the one. yeah. That's the one. It's December twenty first while we're recording. This drops tomorrow on the twenty second. Like it does not feel like Christmas. Does not feel like Christmas at all. It's a you know, these unprecedented times, it's just it's weird, it's crazy. But let's get into the holiday spirit and no better way is no better way to get into the holiday spirit is to hear that Santa Claus is immune to COVID nineteen. According to Dr. Fauci, mm-hmm. you know, head of the task force, he said that... Former. R.I.P. and peace. Anywho, Santa is exempt from this because he is Santa. And all of the good qualities makes him immune, according to Dr. Fauci. Um, it should come to no surprise, as children already know, Santa is a superhuman. He flies around the world in one night, delivers millions of toys, and eats his weight in cookies. There is no way he can get the coronavirus, according to Dr. Anthony Fauci.
0: So there, there is a big hole in this logic, too, because he is very old and he is very fat and obese. But Fauci did say he also followed up that article literally on Monday this week. And he said, no, I actually administered the vaccine to him. And he got both doses before anyone else did. So... Big if true. He has passed his... So basically, heart disease or obesity will kill Santa before COVID-19. That's good news. In this fucked up world, that's good news somehow. So Santa can't get COVID-19. That's big. You better, better be leaving your milk and cookies out. What kind of cookies did you leave out? It was always chocolate chip. Chocolate chip? I think we did that too. Always chocolate probably chip. Probably sugar as well. I th- yeah, we definitely left sugar cookies too and the carrots for the reindeer. You got to go dust the yard, all that stuff. That's very good news coming from the doctor here. So that's our show. It's our second to last one of 2020. We will be back for episode 37, and then it is a new horizon for us here at Beers, Business, and Balls presented by House Enterprise. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and now on the Hopped Up Network as well. That is hoppedupnetwork.com. You click on the big old podcast link and you click our show, Beers, Business, and Paul. It's like the fourth one down. Um, So big thank you to the folks at Hopped Up Network for listing us there. All recaps are being posted on our blog. We've got the top 25 from our college basketball expert, Sam Basil. We've got the Metropolitan Poll, ranking all eight teams in the New York metro area. We've got the A 10 roundup. We've got your Bryant notebook from me. We'll be diving in a little bit. Bryant's seven and two. They are cooking right now. So uh, keep your comments coming. Keep your engagement coming. We, We love it. What else did we forget? Is that it? Pretty much it. I think that's it. Well, that's episode 36 for you. Until next time, I am Jake and that's Will. So long, folks. Take it easy.